What's going on, everybody? You're listening to episode 164 of the Geeks Under Grace podcast. My name is Cody Armour. I'm here with Joe Morgan. Gadzooks. And Shelly Walter. Hello. Today we're geeking out about Hollow Knight sequel, a Transformers reboot, and the future of the Defenders, whether or not there is one. But very special shout outs to our Patreons at patreon.com slash Grace. Specifically, Brian Struther, Jordan Garner, Casey Cobble, Jason Wilkerson, Sam Watson, and David Corey. Uh, we appreciate all of you and everyone else who who gives. Um, you guys are all really, really awesome. Speaking of giving, we are doing the Pledge Drive in two weeks. Yeah. It's coming up fast. Is it? Uh, we have one more podcast. Yes. So maybe it's only like a week and a half. Mm-hmm. Maybe in just a week until we do the pledge drive you can catch that at twitch.tv slash geeks under grace it's completely free to watch uh us play video games for 72 hours straight probably eat habaneros i think we're gonna try to do something with ice and try to figure out how to do that like an ice bucket challenge bring that back i don't know yet how we're gonna how we're gonna make it work um but i don't like the cold so that should be good i'm excited uh, and like I said, it's completely free to watch it. You can uh, donate. And if you do donate, then you are entered in to win uh, giveaways for our, for Steam codes for video games. You'll also hopefully kind of get to see what what we do at Geeks Under Grace as far as uh, our mission goes. I'm really excited about that part and to kind of showcase us a little bit mm-hmm. um, and see where that where that money goes to. So. Yeah, I guess from there we can. Oh, it starts at five o'clock Pacific Standard Time, eight yes. o'clock Eastern mm-hmm. on Thursday, February twenty eighth. Okay, now what video games are you guys playing? Whoever, Anthem. Let's talk about Anthem. Yeah, so I started playing Anthem this last weekend. <clears throat> it it became available on Friday. Uh, if you paid the fifteen dollars for a month of EA origin access on the pc <laughs> and i want to get ahead in the game trying to review it so i started playing yeah i've got about 15 hours in it now and uh i'm having fun with it but i have a laundry list of issues oh, with the no. game is it a third party or a thir- third party is it a third person destiny it's a third person well no okay sort of yes but no um mm. you don't get to see what loot you've picked up you you know oh. what color loot you pick up but you have no idea what it is till you finish the mission oh okay. guns don't look different like there are maybe 10 archetypes of gun and the archetype never changes it's just the numbers go up as you level up and get different versions of the gun mm-hmm. weird um so your abilities you can get new abilities and stuff for each and and as you level up you get access to more and more of the javelins so I've suits. got yes. So I've got three of the four javelins unlocked right now, and I'll say this: combat's a lot of fun. I genuinely like the combat. Well, that's good. The problem that I have with the game is that you have to fly everywhere, which you know that was a big selling point. You get a jetpack around all over the place, mm-hmm. but the problem is that you have to jetpack around all over the place. Story missions will take like three or four minutes of jetpacking 
to get to a, a battle that'll take you one to two minutes to fight. Mm. And then oh. you got to do three to four more minutes of jetpacking to get to the next spot. I mean, it, it feels like it feels like the wrong balance of downtime hmm. to me. Like maybe okay. I imagine it'd be fun the first couple times doing that, but probably yeah, it'd it's, get old. It's really neat to see these gargantuan environments to fly overhead and and all that. But they give you limited jetpack fuel. Like you'll overheat if you stay in the air too long, and it's really not that long. Um, and where I'm at in the story, they put blockers up. So the story was going along great. And then all of a sudden I couldn't find the main quest anymore. So I did all the side content that was available to me and then realized, oh, you've got to go do these open world quests in this big open world. And it's a bunch of arbitrary junk that just inflates the, the time that you're spending with it. I want to get back to the story and, uh, you have to go all over this open world and so I spent like four hours trying to complete this stuff the other day. Didn't get it all done. Hmm. And uh, so I'm still working through that. Um, on top of that, I've noticed some technical issues. Things like it takes a while for stuff to pop in sometimes. The loading times, um, at least on my PC, are like two, three minutes to load into a mission. I could go brew a cup of coffee Wow! in, in that amount of time. Mm-hmm. And then once the mission loads in, if you're partied up with other people and it almost... I mean, you know, if you're playing public, it's going to put you with other people. Yeah. If you're doing a mission, it will pull you forward to where they're at so you can be in the thick of stuff. But that's another 30 seconds of loading <laughs> to get it. So you're mm-hmm. looking at like three and a half, four minutes to get into the action for a, for a story mission. Wow. So I've got a lot of problems with it, but it is fun. Like I'm having a good time with it when I'm in the thick of stuff. Okay. So, um, I told my friends, my best friends that I was trying to get to buy the game, I told them I can no longer recommend they pick it up on Xbox because I genuinely don't think we'll play it as a group at all. Oh, oh man. And I've already pre-ordered it. I can't get my money back for the Xbox version, but buyer beware. Um, I'll, I'll be writing my review up probably sometime next week because I've got company coming in this week. I'm going to try to get it done this week if I can, but. No promises. Um, read some reviews and use some judgment. I can't tell you this is going to be the awesome thing that everybody wanted it to be. I think EA even knew that this was going to have problems because they just released Apex Legends two weeks ago. Yeah. That's a good point. So. I can, I'll can. i segue into that because I've been playing some Apex Legends. I've been playing a little bit too. I didn't mention it, but I, I still don't have a win. Really? I've gotten two now. It's me and my brother playing a few, you know, two, three rounds a night with a with a third random. We okay. don't have a third person to play with right now, so I have uh, probably that third random for a lot of people. Uh, <laughs> the two champions that I got had very little to do with me. Uh, I've I've kept a lot of people alive, and it's kind of weird because I'm not playing a sport. I'm playing as the wraith. Uh, and for those who aren't playing it, oh, okay, yeah, she my brother's is playing the wraith. They they give you like. Is an assault class. They don't tell you what the classes are. They just yeah, basically images. like an attacker. Yeah, mm-hmm. and but she can portal through, and so it's a support to me in the way that I use her is like portal up to somebody who needs help, get them out of there, and then heal them up. Yeah, it's uh, a good strategy. I'm loving that game. It's so much fun. And you got into a battle royale. Yeah, and it's kind of <laughs> crazy because I. I played PUBG. I wasn't really into that. I played Fortnite, 
And I've said this before, I don't like the fact that I can't be first every time because when I'm playing other first-person shooters, I'm like, that's always my goal is to be at the very top of that list. Um, and so it's really, really hard to do that with this. But I, I don't know. I'm having a lot of fun trying to get to the top. And I think it's maybe because I've been getting to the top so much. I don't ever, I've only gotten first twice, but I've been in the top four or five over and over and over. And I think that's why, because it's so close to me, I can taste it that, uh, I keep playing one more game, one more game. Mm-hmm. Cause so, I was gonna say like for us, it's so just, close. We're still playing a ton of battle, uh, blackout. Uh huh. I mean, we got three or four wins just in the last few nights on blackout. Okay. And so, like, after our crew gets tired of Blackout, we'll go try to get a round or two of... of Apex. Yeah. My only issue is that I've been playing, like I said, the Wraith a lot. Uh, enough so that if I play a different character, uh, the Wraith has this move that basically makes you invincible for a second. And so I will hit that out of, like, reflex with any of the other characters, and that's not what it does with the other characters. Uh, and so I'll just, like randomly throw a smoke bomb or randomly oh yeah not do what i need to do and die um but no it's been it's cool i've noticed there's every time we jump in like most of the people will if they get a pick before my brother wraith is the one they pick yeah it it almost seems unbalanced to me in the fact that wraith is chosen on virtually every team every single game yeah Kind of I've seen something. some dirty players on other for other like caustic. I saw a couple of really nasty caustics with crazy high kill counts and stuff. Yeah, I uh, I also wanted to mention the the ping system. Yes, I think that's I wish gonna Blackout be, had that. That's going to be revolutionary. Like that's going to be in a lot of games in the future. Yep, the fact that it's all voice acted and for, I I know you guys talked about this last week, but. Um, everything as far as that ping system is always acted, which is just crazy when you think about it, they're going to have to add more characters and add something for each ping. And like, if you get attacked, then it's like, I'm being attacked. And um, the communication between these characters, a lot of it being automatic is so cool. Yeah. Uh, um, on top of that, I've been playing another Battle Royale, sort of. <laughs> oh my <Yeah>. gosh. <laughs> I've been playing Tetris 99. That's the most Switch, that's the most Nintendo thing to ever do. Like, oh, Battle Royales are in. <laughs> Let's make it Battle Royale. They're like, oh, you're going to make a shooter? Well, we'll, we'll make a Tetris, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I, I've been playing probably four or five matches a night while I'm laying in bed. Are you just and destroying people? I, dude, I've seen some videos online of people that are just bananas good at Tetris. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm getting to where once or twice a night I can finish top 20 Okay. Wow. Um, I've got one win. Nice. I think you shared that in the community, right? I got that one win within 15 minutes of downloading the game. <laughs> and I haven't gotten even close since. No. Hmm. I think I got an eighth place finish. In For that. those who have People are really good at Tetris. That's true. Joe plays Tetris Effect, and like that game is supposed to make you better at Tetris. So, I actually, I, my brother walked in that night. And I was playing Tetris Effect. And he's like, why are you playing this now? He's like, because I've been playing Tetris earlier today and I wanted to play some Tetris Effect. Because I lost it. i got to get good. I'd actually won that night. Oh, okay. <laughs> that, that was the night of my win. I was like, yeah, let's do this. Got to keep going. So, That's yeah. cool. 
can't stop, won't stop. Yeah, that's pretty much all I've been playing. How about you, Shelly? I haven't been playing anything new. Just more Breath of the Wild, just more Smash. Um, Still streaming Undertale because Knights of the Old Republic is just not working. So I'm just doing Undertale, which is fine. It's pretty relaxing. I watched you stream that the other night. Yeah. Yeah, fun. it's fun. I I want to beat this pacifist run, but I haven't made up my mind if I also want to do a genocide run afterwards, just because, like, that just seems so... Not hard as in difficulty. Um, like, I think I Emotionally could challenging. I think emotionally <laughs> challenging is definitely, yeah, the problem there. Because yeah. you play through it once, and you're like, okay, maybe I could kill off all these characters but then i was told okay you can't do like a whatever a true pacifist run is without doing that like that has to be the first thing you do i'm like okay well then i'll do that then genocide run but after playing through it again you're just like oh man like oh this is there's it just seems dirty so i'm debating (laughs) i i'm definitely gonna finish this playthrough um on the stream probably but we'll see if checking out your stream not to push on the pledge drive even more but uh to test some stuff for the pledge drive oh yeah and i'm so excited you if you're listening please at least check it out for like an hour so you can see all the cool stuff that we're doing yeah it's always a blast um i had a lot of fun i was watching you while i worked and it was yeah cool. that's awesome yeah and so i i did download deltarune on switch i have undertale on pc and i'm assuming there's not supposed to be any sort of save file connection between the two games i don't think there is but the fact that it was free was nice. Um, huh. It was free on Switch too. Yeah, at least yeah. Oh. I think the other chapter they said the first that chapter. The is. first chapter is, okay. and there are going to yeah. be more chapters that you'll have to pay for. Um, I remember watching the advertisement. We're going to be talking about that Nintendo Direct in a little bit, but uh, it was like the first chapter is free. The other ones are not. Yeah. Um. Yeah. The trailer was very whimsical. No, for sure it's. Yeah, because that's why there are not I'm, this many dogs I don't in the know game. exactly. I don't know if I should play Deltarune now. I'm kind of tempted, or if I should wait till after this pacifist run. Because they say, oh, definitely play through Undertale first. But the problem is, I've done a playthrough of Delta of of uh, Undertale, but I feel like everyone else who when they say, oh, play through Undertale, they mean like multiple playthroughs. So. I don't know. I, I assume I'm going to play it after this pacifist run, but we'll see. I don't know. But that's the only interesting thing I've done. I also got the Yoshi's uh, Crafted World demo, but I haven't even tried it yet. So, cool. yep. That's all. <laughs> Anthem has been, or not Anthem, uh, Apex has been my big thing. Yeah. I played a cool. little bit of Overcooked today, testing out a new capture card. Um, I had it up here and my wife was like, oh, I was showing her everything that I was able to do now. She was like, well, we're going to play Overcooked. (laughs) So that was fun. Really confusing. I don't like so for Overcooked. I I, I literally played like 10 minutes of it, but everything's kind of on a grid. You are like going from this box to this block to do things, but you're moving not in a grid. It's a 3D space. So I kept overstepping the the grid that I needed to be on, and it was the most frustrating thing. Uh, but I've I've only played a little bit, so maybe it'll get better. Gotcha. Overcooked mm-hmm. two, right? It's a sequel. Yeah, there's Overcooked yeah, one two. and two. So I'm playing two. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, because that was cool. the one me and Tia played. Yeah, that's why we have it. Yeah, I know. Tia was like, we, you two played it at we Cody have to get this game. And I'm like, yeah, do it. <laughs> <laughs> we are planning on... I am really pushing the pledge drive today. I plan on playing that during the pledge drive. Tia's going to make an appearance. Yay. Yeah. That's fun. Uh, Yeah. Let's get into the news. I guess right. we're talking about the Nintendo Direct. Do you want to start with that? Okay, sure. There's a lot. All right. There is a lot, so we're just going to hit some high points. Uh, Fire Emblem Three Houses was announced. Yes. It wasn't really announced, but just given more information. Well, a little bit more info. Yeah. yeah you, you're going to be more in tune with this, Shelly, so. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, biggest thing I saw come out of here was Super Mario Maker 2 got announced. That was bigger to you than the Zelda thing? I think it was. Yes, that Zelda game's been around for 30 years. But it's a remake, and it looks amazing. That's right, it's a remake. <laughs> I mean, it was... It's existed before. It seems just as big as um, when they did that remake on the 3DS for Link to the Past. Right? Yeah, kind of. It wasn't a remake, it was a sequel. Right, okay. Link Between Worlds. Yeah, Link Between... That's what it was, okay. Which was also very me, exciting to me. It made me... I don't know, it made me think of that. I just know Super Mario Maker, people have been wanting that game since the Switch came out. People were questioning why it wasn't out. I'm glad it's a sequel out, you know? and not just a port. No, yeah. I think that's why people were like, like, oh, well, they're not porting it over. Guess we're not gonna get it. LLJK. We get a sequel. One thing I don't know if you're gonna mention, Joe, was Rune Factory. Yep, yep. So if you like, uh, and yeah, that that's right up your alley. Yeah, I was actually, I don't remember this, but on our way to Pack South, I was telling you Rune Factory 4, I was going to get for the 3DS, never did because I couldn't find a cheap version of it. And then I found out they were never going to make a sequel. I had voiced that. I was obviously wrong, but I was like, never going to make a sequel because the company had broke up. Uh, but they're announcing not only a remake, like a remaster of Rune Factory 4, but they're making a Rune Factory 5. Oh. So you can get your Harvest Moon. I'm really excited. This is a game that I've wanted to play forever. Joe told me about it years ago. During the podcast, I think. Yeah. And I I wanted to play it. Never did. I like Harvest Moon type games. And this has got... It's like a AAA title of Stardew Valley in my mind. I don't know how relevant that... How close that is, but... Yeah. Uh, more Star Fox and Star Team Wolf stuff coming to Starlink. I'm so mad about that. Like, I, why not make a Star Fox game that's good? It's just so funny how because Nintendo can't make a good Star Fox game. When I when I remember, I was first interested in the game, so I was watching reviews, and pretty much every review I could find on YouTube, at least, was on the Switch version. They were playing as Star Fox, and they kept judging it kind of like a Star Fox game, being like, "Oh, I mean, it it's it's not really that." great i wish there was more star fox i'm like well it's not a star fox game if you're judging it not as a star fox game you may enjoy it more and now they're just doing it more they're just adding more star fox and now they're being, they're just digging themselves deeper into that hole so yeah it's i wish they would have just made a star fox game with that company yeah yeah it's, it's just a weird thing like why would you get starlink on any other system at this point unless you actually want the game <laughs> And not Star they Fox. should remake Star Fox 64 in HD. I'm all good with these remakes. I don't know if anyone knows this, but I mean, they could actually try making a decent Star Fox. That's game. true, but they probably won't because of That's Starlink. You. Probably. Oh, won't. They won't because they're incapable. They they want to keep doing junk with this with the system. <laughs> Nintendo's really bad about being like, 
they won't they won't uh, they won't mess with their stars, but they they throw a bunch of garbage at all the the side franchises that everybody likes. Fox is a star in my heart. Do a barrel in your roll. heart, yeah, but not to Nintendo. <laughs> That's fair. Anyway, um, <laughs> yeah, uh, let's see what else we got. Tetris 99 came out. That's free to play, by the way. It did get me to sign up for their online service. Okay. Yeah. I paid for a year of the online service. To play Tetris. Bucks. Yep, to play Tetris. Took you that. I guess I guess I can play other stuff on there, too, yeah. but I don't That's care. just really funny. For most people, it was like, for me, it was originally Splatoon 2 that signed me up, but then I knew I was going to be going online for Smash and going online for potentially other games. And nope, for you, wait until Tetris. It's just so Tetris. fitting. <laughs> yeah. So fitting. <laughs> And there's nothing else I really like. I went and looked through the backlog of old classic games, and I was like, "Yeah, but I've played all these yeah. before, and I don't really care about any of them." So, <laughs> not NES games. Um, yeah, uh, Hellblade's coming. Damon X Machina got a demo. You can go download and try that out. Oh, looks cool. And we got some more on y- Yoshi's Crafted World. Mm-hmm. And then Dragon Quest Eleven got uh, a, a version announced for it mm-hmm. coming to the Switch, and Dragon Quest Builders Two got a date to be released over here. Cool. Yeah. Like Minecraft. Yep. So those are kind of some of the big ones. Platinum Games also announced uh, Astral Chain, and Square Enix got a game called Oni Naki announced. So. Yep. Boom. Uh, moving away from the Switch news, uh, something a bit more somber. Last week, um, Activision, Bobby Kotick got up and, and did their quarterly, I guess their yearly reports for their fiscal year, mm-hmm. uh, came out and said that they had the best year, record-breaking year they've ever had. Wow. And then turned around and said that they were letting go of eight percent of their workforce. Wow! For for Blizzard, eight percent of Blizzard's workforce, which I think they said amounts to about seven hundred seventy-five to eight hundred people. Oh my gosh, that's crazy! Why? So they walked into work that day. There were rumors kind of going around. The rumors are that a lot of the jobs they let go. Well, actually, a lot of people were saying they were kind of rant randomly roughshod but they're letting go of of those 800 but they're going to be adding 20 they're going to be rehiring 20 percent to fill developer roles because they're trying basically activision's trying to get uh they're trying to get blizzard to release more games oh because you know how blizzard is they release games when they're ready yeah yeah but so they're Activision firing twenty them, devs and then hiring on. Oh, well, they're firing a bunch of devs and then hiring more on. They're no, so devs aren't necessarily what they're letting go. Okay, you know there was a team of people that was dealing with Destiny type stuff. Well, there's no Destiny content coming out this year, right? So why keep them around? You know that sort of thing. That's, okay. Uh. But yeah, worldwide eight hundred ish people were let go. So we're sorry to hear about that. I actually know a guy uh, that was, 
I don't know if he still is or not. I've not talked to him since it happened, but was an animator for Blizzard. Huh. So I hope he still has his job. Uh, that's, that's it for gaming news this week. We'll go ahead and move into the pool list. Relatively small pool list this week. Anthem, of course, comes out Friday. Yes. If you're going to pick it up, let me know what you think of it after you've got about 10 or 15 hours into it. Hmm. Okay. Steins Gate Elite. The Steins Gate franchise has been around for a while. It's kind of a novel, you know, kind of one of those. Close enough. I thought okay. Steins Gate no, was a, a, an anime. It's kind of an anime, yeah. Okay. Anime, oh, well. story, novella kind of game. Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney Trilogy is coming to every major console platform. Cool. That's Xbox it's only a 3DS thing, right? Usually? It's on Switch right now. Okay. It's releasing on Xbox One, PS4, and PC this week. So wow. you can get the... yeah. Objection is that on develops? every platform. I think it's Capcom. Capcom, okay. That sounds right. And then for people that want to play Yakuza Kiwami, that is coming out on PC this week. That's a PS4 exclusive so far. So PC will be able to play that this week. Cool. And that's really about it for the week in gaming. Awesome. Cool. Have you watched any movies, Joe? No movies. So I've watched one movie, and that is... I watched... It was a Netflix original. But it was Seven Deadly Sins, Prisoner of the Sky, and it's cool. It was more Seven Deadly Sins. Uh, definitely a movie. Definitely needed to be a movie and not like episodic uh, in nature. Very pretty. Is it canonical? Like, do I need to see it before the next season comes out? So I don't think that they will take it and reference. I don't think they'll reference the movie in the show, but the movie references the show. Okay. So I don't think the show will reference the movie. In any way, in like a season three or four, whatever you want to call it, because they messed everything up. Um, okay. It is. It does take place after the last season of Seven Deadly Sins. Okay. They talk about the villains in that one, and they're like, "We're so much more powerful than the last people you fought," because uh, that's how anime works. Yeah. <gasps> no power levels though. Just thought mm. about that. Good. It was like a whole thing in the last season was everyone's power levels. I hate that trope. It's, uh, it's, it's the a whole reason I stopped watching Bleach. Yeah, dang. It's it's a thing in everything. Uh, a couple of things to note that are really cool is you get the reunitedness of uh, Kirito and Asuna. The voices, obviously not the characters, from Sword Art Online. They uh, get to interact, which is really weird and cool. And then there's talks about the goddesses and the goddess race in the show. And you're getting to kind of the whole story of this is kind of about uh, that race. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, definitely a Netflix original. Nothing too crazy, but it is an hour and 40 minute movie. If you're a fan, it's more of more of the same for sure. But cool. That's uh, that's it for movies. What what's going on in the news? Some big stuff, really. Oh yeah. Also, I watched Howl's Moving Castle, but that's not new. I thought you said that's a movie. Yeah. It says Shelley's geeking out in the notes, and it says nope. Yeah, but I remember that just now. <laughs> okay. How was Howl's Moving Castle? It was good. It's better. It's 
It was as good the second time as it was the first time. But my boyfriend needed to watch it because he had never seen it. So that's Uh, why we watched it. I haven't seen it in a long time. It's, yeah. It's just so pretty. We were watching on Blu-ray. And I watched it, Mm -hmm. I think, on regular disc before. And Blu-ray is just so pretty. Definitely worth the extra money to get it on Blu-ray. If you're going to get it. Yeah, I haven't seen it since, like, old, like, VCR. It's gorgeous. You gotta, you gotta at least rent it on Blu-ray if that's a thing you can do. <laughs> okay, that's cool. Yeah. Um, but no, yeah. Let's let's go into movie news. So, turns out Bumblebee is a Transformers reboot, officially. Yeah, I had no idea. It was super. I haven't seen the movie yet. No, and I haven't either, and I probably wasn't going to. But um, now do you want to? No, no. <laughs> I've heard it's one of the best Transformers movies they've made so far. But so, were they planning on making it a reboot before the movie came out or after because it's doing well? I don't know. My confusion is why make it a reboot about Bumblebee? Like, the the movies were already about Bumblebee. If you're going to reboot the Transformers franchise, why not use a character that's like... Like, I think Bumblebee was in the old 80s cartoon, but he wasn't the main character of it all. So why wouldn't you go and, like, use the main characters from the original? I don't know. I want Rodimus Prime, and that's that's the moral of that story. Okay, Cody. You're probably <laughs> the only one. <laughs> no! There are Transformers fans out there who know exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, I, I do want to see this just because of the 80s Optimus Prime. Yeah, I mean, I I've... they've got to do more stuff with other guys. If they're going to make a series out of it. It's just, I mean. I feel like if it's a full reboot, watching the movie would let us know whether or not yeah. they intended it to be or not. I guess that's true. If you've seen the movie. Is in that. Or if you're planning on watching the movie and uh, you want to tweet at us, then you should do that. So I don't have to watch it because I don't really want to. Rodimus Prime. Okay. Next. It's the most ridiculous thing in the world. <laughs> yeah. Next, so Black Widow, that movie's still in the works. It's getting a Good. rewrite, right? Um, the script is <laughs> a, re- a rewrite, I can speak. A rewrite. A rewrite, which is pretty normal for Marvel movies. Um, it's good that they are putting the time and effort to make it really good. Uh, I think mm-hmm. that's sort of what that's showing. Um, they really care about that. Again, the only um, female-led Marvel movie isn't even out yet uh, is Captain Marvel. So that would, as far as we know, Black Widow would be the next female-led um, Marvel movie. So I totally yeah. understand wanting to make it really good because I would want that to be really good. Um, and plus, people have been wanting Black Widow movies since Avengers came out, I'm pretty sure, and that was a long time ago. Like, the original Avengers, I mean. I've definitely wanted it since Winter Soldier. Okay, yeah. Then that, yeah. Whenever she was introduced in Iron because- Man 2... People been yeah, Iron Man Two is way back. Yeah, I I remember watching Winter Soldier and it being this like spy espionage thing. Yeah, I mean like oh they could make a really good Black Widow movie with this. Yeah, and it's still I think up in the air if it's going to be R rated. Trying to remember, but um yeah, there's been heavy rumors that it will be. Yeah, the first no com- confirmation or anything like that though, but that's with acceptable. The Punisher LJ mentioned this and it, I don't know if it's got any merit or not, but it's kind of a cool idea. Punisher just got canceled. Um, Black Widow's a few years out. Uh, we could get maybe the rewrites to get the Punisher kind of in there. That'd be crazy. Yeah. Because and 
we have no idea if this would be something that takes place on the timeline as it's going now or if it's going to be from a mission long time ago oh, yeah. or something because because if it's a prequel there have been rumors of it being a prequel that wouldn't work the punisher because punisher is definitely mm-hmm. just became the punisher after the first avengers movie yeah i guess we'll see because at this point we don't mm. even know what the other movies after um endgame are gonna look like or their explanation basically we need to see endgame yeah. before we can make sense of any movie that's going to come afterwards including black widow including spider-man including anything else so um mm-hmm. but yeah so it's good to know that that's still getting some love and finally uh, <laughs> your name is getting the a masterpiece a, a remake and by remake i mean a live action, an American freaking live action, and whoever's directing it, the director is Mark Webb. He directed Amazing Spider-Man, so a lot of people I liked did Amazing not Spider-Man. like, or a lot of people didn't like the second one, right? People hated that one. Something yeah, like that. people didn't like the second. Yeah, it's just there's no reason to do that. It became yeah. worldwide popular. Your name did, and because it's an awesome movie, and people you know respect it. And love it. As I think it's the most well done anime. Like highest box office. You know, Japanese anime art anime. form. Like that's something to be respected and, and loved. There's no reason mm-hmm. to Americanize it. <laughs> There's no reason to do that. It's going to be dumb. a Native American and a guy from Chicago. Because it would be a little bit different if... That only makes sense if you watch Your Name. Go watch Your Name. Yeah, it it would only make sense if it's at least inspired by your name but the problem is they're they're considering it a remake it's not like oh your name had this really cool idea that i want to use in another movie let's sort of yeah. take that idea and do something new with it i think that'd be different and fine and whatever but the fact that they're connecting it to your name they're saying it's like a actual remake that's probably going to have the same sort of plot points mm-hmm. it's not cool to me i I don't know. I Everyone it, knows how upset I get about um, Disney live American, action. Live action. But I think yeah, the fact that this is action. this is literally taking an art form, a movie from another culture, saying, "Oh, but that's not good enough. We gotta Americanize it. We gotta, you know, live action. We can it do it to better make it, by making you know, it real." They're even people. Americanizing the script and things like that. They're like, "Oh, we gotta, we gotta do this so everyone can take it in." Like that's. Yeah, I'm gonna be straight with you. Japan failed to do their own live actions of Full Metal Alchemist, so the fact that it's Americanized doesn't. There's no the reason fact to have it's a being live made action. A movie, There's no reason. It's the live action that's the problem. It's just it's yeah, just it doesn't dumb. need to be live action at all. Just like, dumb. There's a number. The, of, I'm just there's levels. Japan of can't do their own live actions, so so that that's doesn't. True. Yeah, it doesn't need a live action. Like, what part part of what makes that movie so amazing is how beautiful it is. Yeah, uh, and that just can't be recreated in. It's still my phone background. Like, the, the art and the colors. Um, your name, like again, if you haven't watched it, go watch it. It's it's gorgeous, gorgeous movie. It's an art piece. Yeah. So there's, even just on that level, no reason to do a live action. You're not going to get as pretty as that movie is. Unless you yeah. throw a crap out of CGI in it, then it's just Beauty and the Beast, and no one likes it anyway. I like Beauty and the Beast. Well, really? Yeah. <laughs> the live action I'm talking about. I'm talking about the... The live action one. I like the live action. Cody. That's fun. <laughs> you can just go sit in a corner or something. 
Because I'm like, done well, talking. We'll stop listening to Cody about movies. <laughs> I'm done. He wants Rodimus Prime. and <laughs> uh, I'm done talking about movies. You can talk about TV now. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Have you guys watched any TV? Mm. Wait. Me and Joe talk, watched Dragon Prince. Oh. That's right. Have... What's a non-spoilery way for you to explain how far you've gotten? <laughs> Flying. Air. Well, the whole book Water. is air. That's not really useful. Earth. Fire. Long ago. I... lived in harmony. Okay. <laughs> well, it is Avatar. I know. So, okay. I'm trying to think four episodes in. I don't really know how... You... I'm farther than you, Joe. I I know, I know. But for people listening, I don't know how to say anything that wouldn't be a spoiler. Yeah. Has a bird go flown away? Yes. Okay. Has there been a pirate? No. Okay. You you could also just say episode right. numbers. I, did I don't know. Episode, I finished the first four episodes. Oh, then I couldn't remember where. Two. Then okay, it was like in correlation okay. with me. Yeah. Okay, it's good. Yeah, I really like it. Uh, I was told that the animation style is different. I'm not really telling, seeing a difference. I mean, it's a little more. It's less. I was going to say, yeah, yeah, it, but otherwise, it doesn't feel that drastic. I mean, it's not drastically different. Yeah, it just looks. It's not like early Ruby and, and late Ruby. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I I don't know. It's such a good show. It's the sassiest show in the world. Like, I I quite like it. The Moon Elf. What's her name? Rayla. Rayla is the most sassy character I think has ever graced a screen. Yeah, she's pretty good. <laughs> um, and everyone in that show is like when you start listening to some of the like little things that they say, like, oh no, I can't. I, never mind. Yeah, it's just really sassy. It's fun. Yeah, it's cool. And there's a lot of plot stuff that's going on that's kind of deeper than like a kid's show. And I mean, Avatar is so good at that. The creators of The Last Airbender, mm-hmm. uh, they did that with their show. I, I love that the villains aren't villains. There's one that's a genuine villain. Yeah, but I mean, even with him, if you get, you know, the very beginning of the show, he like was trying to be a good guy and he was trying to do what was best for his kingdom. And then... uh he just took the wrong path and then kept going down that path because in his mind he thinks he's doing the right thing. Uh, and then you think about his kids who kind of play a role in this. Uh, they are kind of just doing what their dad says, trying to do the right thing, and they think that they're doing the right thing. And they're the bad guy too. I love that it's kind of... We as an audience know that they're bad guys, but they've done such a great job, such an extreme, of making these bad guys not think that they're the bad guys. Yeah, they legitimately think that they're doing the right thing, and that dark magic of, is not a dark thing to do. They do a good job building world building too. Yeah, yeah. It's if you like the Last Airbender and uh, like you know the character development and the world building and all of that, uh, you're gonna love this show as well. Um, do you have anything else to? No, I I think it's a beautiful show. Mm-hmm. And and the humor's good, the characterization's good. Yeah, and I love Sokka, who's no longer Sokka, but is very similar to Sokka. Which one are you talking about? That's the main character. I I'm oh, okay. really bad with names. The I actually don't remember his name off the top of my head. The kid. Um, yeah, yeah. 
the one that wants to do magic. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, great, great show. Go check that out if you if you have time. It's a lot of fun, and there's only like thirteen episodes per season. Yeah, it's not super long. Reminds me of Voltron and like its length and stuff. But Shelly, you haven't seen anything? No. Joe, have you seen anything else besides? I watched a fishing show, but I can't remember the name of it off the top of my head. <laughs> okay. It was good. It was about uh, it, it was a group of people from Britain, and they traveled all around the world uh, as doing doing a fishing competition. Yeah, it was a competition. Oh, that sounds cool. And like, so one got eliminated from every place, but they started in Iceland, and they traveled. I mean, it was all over the place: America, Canada. Like they finished in Africa. Cool. That it was pretty really, cool. Yeah. Wow. And they tried all different disciplines. It was like bait fishing and lure fishing and fly fishing wow. and all kinds of different stuff. I thought it was super neat, but I like fishing shows too. Yeah. Food and fishing and home repair. That's <laughs> kinds of my thing. I, I did watch The Ranch. I'm on the last season of The Ranch, still trying to catch up. Um, okay. That's a very raunchy rated R comedy. Uh, it is. But it's about, um, it, it reminds me a lot of my dad and that side of my family and so i really enjoy it because of that because uh, it kind of just it pokes fun at this culture that i grew up around and i go ha that's so true and it's, it's kind of that for me the uh, the show i watched is called the big catch yeah okay sounds like a catch <laughs> word cool from there we get into the tv news uh, we just talked about the punisher it's official Punisher and Jessica Jones have been canceled. We will get a season three of Jessica Jones because it's already made. And then that will be the end of it. Uh, but this is kind of cool. And this is why I mentioned the maybe Punisher gets put into uh, the Black Widow movie. And I don't, I don't know if that'll be the case. But Jeff Leb, Loeb, Loeb, I don't know how to say his last name. He's the guy that runs marvel television basically he's overlooking agents of shield and the stuff that's on hulu and obviously netflix and he says our netflix partner may have decided they no longer want to continue telling the tales of these great characters but you know marvel better than that as matthew murdoch's dad once said the measure of a man is not how he gets knocked to the mat it's how he gets back up to be continued so it sounds like they want to pick these characters back up and if you read the rest of his statement he definitely has an appreciation for these shows. Uh, he talks about just how impressive it is that they were able to take four shows and put them together into one big crossover the way they did. Um, and they're such well-done shows, too. So I think that we're going to get them somewhere. But as far as I know, they can't do anything for two years. That was part of the Netflix contract. Uh, we were talking about maybe a Heroes for Hire on Netflix. They couldn't even do that now that these are canceled yeah. uh, until that two years is up. You can't use those characters at all. Dang. Okay. So Marvel may be able to pay money to override that contract. But I would imagine that it's two years before they can appear in something and they can work on stuff in the meantime. Uh, and so I don't see why you wouldn't just wait the two years out. Yeah. But I bet they come back. I bet we see them on Hulu or... Disney Plus, although that would be a little weird. It seems off-brand for Disney Plus so far. Uh, but maybe Hulu. They've got a big deal with that or in the movies. I just hope they don't reboot anyone. I don't think they will. 
probably be real sad if they reboot any of those characters because Netflix has done such a good job with them. Mm-hmm. And the actors that play them do such a good job. Yeah. Well, I agree for the most part. Even with well, like Jessica Jones, I know you're not as much of a fan of Jessica Jones, but as a <laughs> the actress plays the character, I think really well. I can't think of anyone else that could play like this given up on life drunk um, superhero the way that she kind of does. She's got the look for it and everything. It's just not necessarily an appealing character to everyone. <laughs> uh, and Luke Cage, I, I, all of them, all of them are perfect to me. Speaking of Hulu, they are working on an Aliens TV show, like Ridley Scott's Aliens. Oh, yes, that could be huh. really cool. And Ridley Scott uh, is working on it, so knowing that he's got his hands in it, I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. I don't know how a TV show will go down if it's just going to be like a horror situation, but with the movies that we've gotten in the past that have been more of a suspense than a horror and kind of an action stuff, I can see this kind of being in the aliens world, but not necessarily always being an aliens horror show. So that could be cool. Yeah. I don't The last thing is really confusing to me. Uh, Lord of the Rings. We talked about that being a TV show on Amazon Prime. They're already advertising for it, and they haven't even started filming yet. That so, seems excessive. Yeah, they must have a lot of stock in the show. I mean, I did hear I just, that it's... Gosh, they're putting so much money into it. It is going to be the most um, expensive TV program ever made. <sighs> they're trying their best what to do that. What if it sucks? What if it yeah. sucks? That would... <laughs> What if it's amazing, though? I don't know. I mean, it could be. I hope it is. I I feel like they have to have a lot of trust in him. They're doing the advertising two years. Or, like, they have a plan, obviously. Yeah. Is Peter Jackson involved? I think so. Not as a director, but kind of as a, uh, like, help people with stuff. Consult. Consultants. Yeah, that would be. Um, I don't know. We don't know if it's going to be like based off of the books in the sense of like completely like the movies were or if it will be a spin-off of the books in the in that world we we have no idea but I'm kind of excited for it the advertising's real weird it's a uh, brings up the J.R. Tolkien quote that says um I was lucky enough to start with a map and then they shared stuff about the map on their Twitter um and that's been kind of their whole thing is this map right now so, I don't know. I'm sure we'll get more details throughout the year. Uh, the show is supposed to be coming out in, like, two years. Oh, man. Okay. It's weird. Real strange. But that is the end of the show. Remember to go check out the Pledge Drive in a week. A week and a day. I thought about it. Yeah, it's a week and a day for listeners. At twitch.tv slash geeksundergrace at 5 o'clock Pacific Standard Time. More... Like, 4.55 Pacific Standard Time. I got a countdown I made. It's really cool. I do that every year. Um, I think that's it. It's, it's all. Joe, where can they find you at? Find me on Twitter at Joe Knows Games. And Shelly. You can find me on Twitter at the TheShawShock24 and Tuesday nights playing Undertale as long as I'm... Well, as long as Couture doesn't work, it's just not going to work. Um, 
You can find me there Tuesday nights at uh, twitch.tv slash Grace. And you can find me on Twitter at Cody Armor. In closing, keep gaming, keep praying, and God bless. Bye. Don't pick your nose. Oh. Don't get caught. Uh. <laughs> <laughs>